0: Can you tell I'm, I'm, like, on edge about this whole entire series? Uh,
1: yeah. Is this part of the podcast? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, then let me say, you're, like, the least hyped Suns fan <laughs> that I know. There's, no there's like, oh. no confidence coming from you. Like, if, if this was Brendan with his Raptors in the finals, he'd be like, yeah, we're winning this, no worries, like... We're going to Disneyland. But Matt's like, Oh, I dunno. Like <laughs> oh. might go to game seven with the Clippers. I've had my heart broken too many times before. I Mr. get Peck. it. I get All it. Right. You gotta
0: guard your heart. Alright, let's uh let's let's get it going. Okay.
1: Silly is that? What are we talking about? Let's go do basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then there were two ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special NBA Finals episode of Hoop Dreams, the basketball podcast on 8bit, powered by our pals at Audio Technica. My name is Matt Tilby and you know what? I'm just joined by Brendan White and John Opek for this one. We cannot make this a a laughing matter because We've reached the end. We've reached the uh, the big dance, I should say. Yeah. Boys, welcome on in.
2: It is you, a yeah. pleasure to be here, Matthew Tilby. Uh, yeah, I, we don't even need no funky basketball monikers today. We're here to talk about the, uh, the big games ahead. We're talking about the World Championships, which still annoys me that Americans call their sports world champions, by the way, when it's yeah. just <laughs> one country. But anyway, that's a debate for another day.
1: Two countries. Don't oh. discount the Canadians.
2: Oh yeah, okay. I guess I forget that my T dot boys are there too. But you know what I mean.
1: You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Technically, for for purposes
0: of this season, you were in uh, Florida anyway, so it doesn't really count. Ugh.
2: But anyway, yeah, we're here. We're talking. We're, we've made it. Two teams left, and boy, Howdy, you must be feeling all the emotions right now, Mister Tilby. How you doing?
0: Uh, I've got the jitters. Got the butterflies. Yeah, it's uh, shakes. Got the shakes, yeah. Given that uh, the last time the Suns were in an NBA Finals, I was uh, what four A months fetus. old. Oh no, I was, I was, I was, I was in <laughs> nappies. I was struggling but, to walk. So, um, and of course, you know, we all know what happened with that one. But yes, the uh, the Suns taking on the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. Of course, the Bucks having only just gotten past the Atlanta Hawks in uh, in six games. But uh, there's there's plenty of intrigue in this one. It's it's I guess if you mm. at the start of the season if you said the Suns are going to play the Bucks in the 2021 NBA Finals, I think you would have been laughed at. But uh, yes, <laughs> on, on a, a side note, did anyone see that tweet from about five years ago that said that uh, the Suns and the Bucks are going to yeah going uh, in
2: six games? I think going,
0: it's it's seven games. Like the Bucks are going to win in seven games, and someone tweeted that in 2016 yeah that uh, that was getting year. some
1: traction about was... 2021
0: yes wow insane it's weird i'll, I'll link it to uh, i'll link it to you guys afterwards but That's yeah some
1: nostradamus kind of stuff there. yeah
0: it, it's it's bizarre but uh let's have a look at the the particular matchup because there's a whole lot of intrigue with this one and and really the uh the biggest intrigue Lies on the Bucks side, of course, with one Giannis Antetokounmpo. What's mm-hmm. what? What are we thinking, guys? Is he is he going to suit up for game one? Is he going to miss out? What's what's the general consensus here?
2: He's going game one. He may regret that and uh, do further damage to that knee, but uh, he, he's fronting up. I think just him stepping onto that court, even if they only play him spot minutes, I think him stepping on that court will galvanize that Bucks team when they've got their big leader there. Showing that he's got some fight and he's gonna gonna sort of ride or die with his boys in the in the final, I think he's on the court in game one. Will he be hundred percent? No way in hell, but he'll be there.
0: I think it's a fear factor thing as well. Honestly, like as a Suns fan, you you say to me Giannis Antetokounmpo starting game one, and I'm immediately thinking, you know, this is now going to be a much tighter game, and it's it's what he can do and what he's been able to do in the past that really puts the, the fear up up uh, a lot of the Suns players and probably fans as well but yeah I mean he's obviously not going to be 100% throughout this sort of series but it's, it's tough to see whether he can sort of make that uh, that jump because I think people have sort of said people who've extended hyper extended their knee I should say have, mm-hmm. have sometimes taken weeks or even months to fully recover so it's it's definitely a race against time Jono what do you think about this?
1: Uh I don't know. Like, I feel like by the time this airs, he will have either been listed as you know in or out or whatever. So it's, I don't really want to make a prediction, but I think what they should do is maybe rest him game one, see if they can steal a win. You know, they've got the home court. Do the Bucks no, have home court? No, Suns you know, do. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they just throw that one away and say, you know, let's give him the extra time to recover. See if the if Middleton and and Drew can carry over the you know the hotness that they've had in that you know last few games against the Hawks to to steal the first one. They're they're a bit more in the the swing of things. The the Suns have had the rest. They might be a little bit you know rusty. Uh, I think that if it if it's the kind of situation where like the longer we give him the better he's going to be. I think they should let him sit a game. But um, who knows? It's it's it's. It's such a strange injury, similar to that Kawhi one where it was never really clear, like, is he out for six months? Is he out for six days? He was listed as doubtful for game six, but kind of hinted that he'd be back for game seven. So does that mean he's definitely going to play game one? But now they're saying it's day-to-day. So, you know, I've seen day-to-day last two weeks before. So is it that kind of day-to-day? It's just, uh, yeah, we're just going to have to see... I guess a combination of how they've treated him, how he feels, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets out there and he's, you know, maybe seventy percent of his usual self, which would still be quite useful for one purpose or another. And uh I could I could see that being an issue when you've got a guy like Aiden that's able to really use their size against him and and kind of um Forced Giannis to to play physical when he doesn't have that that uh, that health and or the spring in his step, so to speak.
0: It's interesting you say that because I I sort of felt like the way that Brook Lopez has been playing as well, um, especially in the last sort of two to three games, like that's really been uh, what's really come out of nowhere. But I think having Giannis as that decoy. Yeah. In the same way that PJ Tucker's been playing as a decoy all season on offense, um, it, it's that, that those mind games again. I think, mm. like, if you're Monty Williams looking at at the lineup, like, how do you how do you match up? Like, you've got you've got a guy like Jay Crowder there who's been a bit probably a, the closest thing you could say to a pest on on uh, on defense. Um, Mikhail Bridges is a is a you know. Uh, a classic example of a guy you can create steals and, and spark a, mm. a fast break, but it's like, how do how do you feel like these these teams are gonna sort of match up individually? Because there's so many like interesting battles on on both sides of, of the yeah. team. Yeah,
1: I think if Giannis is out there, it might be tough for the Suns to match up with both him and Lopez. I don't know, uh, like who's you, been tip, who's been playing next to Aiton up in the in the front court. Like the power forward, yeah.
0: It's been uh, it's been Crowder, Crowder. Yeah. Crowder at the
1: floor Yeah. So Crowder's given up quite a bit of size to a guy like Giannis or Lopez if he's switching onto onto him.
0: Yeah, it's it's such a weird sort of situation, but I feel like where we lose that size and and sort of the 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 sort of front court strength and 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 and, and you know banging down down low, I think we we make up for that with our, our guard play. And that yeah. to me is, is really going to be one of the big sort of matchups, obviously drew holiday versus Chris Paul. It's, it's like two of it's, you know it's the most defensive minded point guard versus perhaps one of the greatest offensive point guards going around at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like this is going to be the, <laughs> the battle for me that really sort of, you know, one of the battles that really defines this series. And I think if, you know, whoever sort of comes out on top of this is is going to go a long way to um, deciding at least a couple of these games.
1: Yeah, that will be a fun matchup to watch.
0: And then obviously, we we should we should note, I guess, uh, a couple of the notable stats that happened throughout the season. The uh, the Suns, in fact, won the regular season series two zip, but they won both of those games by only one point. So. And one of those games, I should say, uh, went to overtime as well. So these two teams know how to play a damn good game of basketball. And Giannis uh,
2: averages 40 in those two games. So if he's back and at a higher percentage of health, that could be deadly.
0: Yes. So he, I've actually listed him down as my key to the series. And I think that mm-hmm. however he plays, I think will determine... How the Bucks play, and and that's just been a thing for for him throughout this season and throughout his career, really, especially in the last couple of years, because he missed, I think it was eleven games um, throughout this regular season, and the Bucks were six and five without him. So, you know, it's it's hit and miss. So I think what Phoenix can do with it, if they can just you know, if they can get over the top of that while Giannis is out or he's not at his you know his his, his full best, but that's going to be tough. But I think the other thing as well is Phoenix utilising their bench. I think that has been a big selling point for them, not only through the regular season, but the playoffs. And, you know, you're getting guys like Cameron Johnson and uh, already confirmed NBA champion Tory Craig, um, given that he's played for both teams in the finals, he's now guaranteed a ring. Um so I think getting the, the sort of spark off the bench is going to be big. Yeah, especially a guy like Cameron Payne as well. Like those, those sort of spark plugs off the bench are going to be the real sort of difference maker for the Suns. Um, but Jono, what are you thinking? What's your what's your key to the series? Mm. Who's going to be the big sort of talking point for you?
1: Yeah, it'll be Giannis. If, if he's playing, the focus will be on how healthy he is. And if he's not playing, the focus will be on when's he coming back. So I think it's very much him because he is the best player in the series I think in my opinion if he's not playing Chris Paul is certainly taking that mantle as like the killer and when you have the killer on your team it's hard to pick against a side like that a guy that will just get it done no matter what if it means he has to score you know Chris Paul's not a guy that's going to score 40 really but he'll, he'll get you like 25 and 15 assists, and he'll make the clutch plays at the end of the game, whether it's him shooting or him finding DeAndre Ayton or Booker or Jay Crowder. So I feel like if Giannis isn't there, you'd be pretty confident in, you know, having that player. And, you know, taking it back to 1993, the Suns had the, I think, MVP of the regular season in Barkley, which was, you know, motivation enough for Jordan to to go kill mode and just destroy charles take him out for golf and then the next day drop 50 in the finals <laughs> so if chris paul invites uh drew holiday out for golf i'd i'd be saying no thanks if i was drew because yeah, I, right I think there. chris paul is the killer in this series
0: he's the killer it's going to be uh, an interesting final series for him to see if he can finally get that uh that ring that's eluded him after all these years but uh, Brendan, what are you thinking? Who's your key to the series?
2: My key to the series, like, I was going to say Giannis, but I'm going to expand on that a little bit and say it's going to be Coach Bud because he makes some very, very silly decisions uh, regularly with this team. And, And if Giannis is playing in these games, that's one thing. But if they're playing the way that they should, and, you know, we've talked on and offline this podcast about Giannis should just embody shaquille o'neal and just be in the paint banging dunking doing little little sort of hooks all around the vicinity instead of trying to be popping threes and, and shooting from range just get in there and bang and crash mm-hmm. and if Giannis is playing and Bud is sort of saying no just just take the threes you know 100 or whatever just avoid the contact and just just shoot it that's going to impact this team negatively negatively i think because Giannis isn't going to have the same uh loft on his shot at the moment with that knee Drew Holiday outside of a couple of games where he's he's got above 20 at very very poor shooting percentages mind you. The only ones that have been consistent for the Bucks has been Chris Middleton who's been mm-hmm. going hamburger in the third and fourth quarters the last couple of games. So if they're going to get into a shooting match with the Suns, I think they're going to go down and they're going to go down in a big way because yeah. they don't have the consistent shooters that can make it at the clip that some of the guys in that Suns team can. So if they can get Giannis back, and Bud sort of says, "No, nah, let's just dominate inside. Let's use that size with Giannis and Lopez, two big bodies." Like Aiton's no slouch. Aiton's a beast, and he's been beast in all finals. But I think him on his own, or, or with Crowder, I think they could they could eat very regularly the old buckaroos inside for for this series. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. What happens? What happens with the big boys in mm. the paint?
1: If I can add to to that idea about like Middleton the whole shootout thing I feel like the Suns have probably been the most consistent performer throughout the playoffs Um, aside from Chris Paul being in and out of the lineup with his two different ailments and Chris Paul's had like some off shooting games like some very off shooting games but for the most part the Suns in general have been pretty consistent so the other key to the series swinging one way or another if Giannis is no factor at all I think it's going to be chris middleton because he's a guy who has had some very off performances and er earlier in the playoffs especially the series against i I guess brooklyn it might have been it was like where is he he hasn't showed up he hasn't like no one's helped giannis uh he he just had these these days where you know with the the short-term memory that everyone has it it's like is this guy really a superstar Like, that that was the question that people ask. or is he even an all-star level player? And then when Giannis is down and out officially with his injury, it's like, yeah, he is, because he stepped up and was was dropping 38 points and, you know, however many points in in the other games. And I just think if we get that version of Middleton, if we get the guy that will hit the game winner in someone's face, which we've seen him do, if we get the guy who isn't going to miss... I think that that is going to keep the Bucks in the series despite losing and missing their super-duper star in Giannis. Yeah, it's going to be tight because apparently,
0: from, from the stats that I'd seen, Mil- both Middleton and Holiday were shooting at a very, very low clip in terms of three-point percentage throughout the playoffs. So they're going to need as much help as they can get mm. in that sense because obviously you know... How, how potent guys like Booker and Paul are, for, um, stroking it from deep. So, you know, they've got to be on and consistent from, you know, the tip and game one if they're going to stand any chance. But um, who are we thinking then, gentlemen, as a, uh, a potential Smokey for a finals MVP?
2: I've got DeAndre Ayton as my finals MVP. Seriously. I figure. Wow. That's that's not a... Like, I didn't want to go with Booker or Paul or Giannis. I wanted to go with someone that's that's on the, on the cusp, I think. And Ayton has been averaging, I think it was, what, 17 points, 11 rebounds, a couple of, like, nearly two blocks and shooting at 70% for the finals. So, yes. if they...
0: So he, I should point out, sorry to interrupt, uh, among players that have attempted at least 100 shots during the playoffs, he ranks number one for field goal percentage. So, he's... Uh... He's going well, for, and I. He's only twenty two. He doesn't look twenty two either. He's like he looks like he's you know mid mid twenties. Basically, he's a young kid.
2: We need that um, bad boy soundbite right now. When you know when the the, the <laughs> daughter's boyfriend walks to the front door, that's DeAndre Ayton in this situation. But yeah, <laughs> I I think he's been he's been beasting, and he is really starting to ascend as far as one of the the young dominant bigs in the game. Like that first overall pick. Is starting to look a little justified at the moment because the the chemistry that that uh, well, Paul well, well, and, well. and and the rest of the What was that
1: whoa 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 I said come on oh,
2: well he's he's a big <laughs> bigs take longer to develop typically yeah, and to yeah, see yeah. what he's doing at 22 on both ends of the court too he's he's looking he's looking the business and I think if if Paul can get him involved early and often I think he could be the unheralded key to this series because. He's deadly up close. He's even got a little bit of shooting range in him but in and around the paint. Like I think he could um, you know he could make Brook Lopez look a bit silly and if if Giannis is playing at 100%, I think it could be time for uh, Aiton to get uh, you know, average 20 and 10 or something this this series and and get that MVP.
0: Yeah, it's uh he is looking... Well, he actually is, I should say, only the third number one pick in the last 30 years to reach the finals in his first playoff appearance, joining the illustrious company of Kyrie Irving and Kenyon Martin in wow. 2002. Wow, okay, oh, Kmart. So Haven't thought of yet. him in years. <laughs> yeah, of course, the uh, the Nets in 2002 uh, missing out to that uh, Lakers dynasty.
1: But uh, Jono, who are you picking for your uh, finals MVP? I feel like we've skipped the question of uh, who's going to win the finals. No, that's at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like Brendan's picking the Suns because he's got the finals MVP going to the Suns. That's what I'm saying. Is we're kind of dropping. I'm just taking it off the the, the sheet that I'm um, given. So. I haven't got, I got the sheet. I haven't got the sheet. Interchangeable. The I
2: interchangeable. <laughs> and if you had the sheet, you would understand no, well, the flow.
1: I deliberately ignored the sheet uh, tonight, but yeah, I guess I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with two answers because we haven't got to our finals pick yet so i'm going to give here my <laughs> mvp for the bucks and my mvp for the suns
2: mr so, bet hedger over here
1: no i'm just going with the with the, you know i'm saving the big question till the end of who's going to win the finals that's my way to build the suspense the theatrics of the podcast so uh my my pick if the suns are to be successful is chris paul i, I can't see it going even if aiton averages whatever you say he's going to average i think chris paul gets the credit for it i think if he's if he's getting like 8 or 10 assists a game they're going to say aiton was only getting those assists because chris those paul points. was setting him up yeah, yeah. and, Unless and
2: it- like it's it's the fairy tale story, uh, fairy tale story 16 years rah, rah first time in the final yeah. like it writes itself but I didn't want to go with the easy <laughs> gimmies like you Unless, like to do. Yeah.
1: Unless Chris Paul shoots like 30% from the field and Ayton gets a bunch of his points off, you know, tip backs and that kind of... Or, or going in the post or whatever. I think that it's Chris Paul's to win. Then again, you, you can't ignore that Booker's there and he's probably going to average, you know, 28, 29 points a game as well. But yeah, I, I think, you know, we love a bit of... Uh, you know, we'll have a bit of narrative, and it's Chris Paul's team, and I think that I think it's going to be CP three. But you know, it, it, the funny thing is, it's especially in the last ten years, it's often not been that superstar player that has been awarded the MVP.
2: That's why I'm saying eight, it's eight kinda, maybe
1: it's kind of fifty fifty. You know, Kawhi and LeBron have all the MVPs that they've won, which is you know a good four or five of the last. 12 finals i think
2: like iguodala got it one year you know so yeah, there's there's hope there's hope
1: for Aiton. and Ke- kevin durant one of the others i, I wouldn't say that um iguodala would have had a chance just playing with kd <laughs> but you know, yeah anyway
0: oh boy see i am gonna go uh, a little bit uh... hold
1: on and my bucks one would be um <laughs> would be giannis if he comes back well there you go well
0: <laughs> just completely you know ruining the point that you're making about uh the stars not you know winning the MVP so but uh, I'm going to go a little bit off the, the beaten track as well and I'm going to say uh, Drew Holiday is going to get uh, Files MVP I, he has been in a bit of a, a rough slump but we've seen what he can do especially not on the ball um, and and with a guy like Chris Paul coming up and, and sort of really proving to be the the one on one matchup up with, with Holiday or it, it seems to be um, if he can clamp him down and really, you know, make the life difficult for him um, at the perimeter, and and really sort of motivate this this Bucks team to work around that and and sort of bring other players in, I think he can really be that that spark plug at the the point guard position. I think he's apart from Chris Paul, I think he's been another player who has been undervalued or underrated. Um, there's a there's a fair few players in this series that I feel are on that cusp and can really sort of take that next step. Um, Just before we we do discuss our predictions, I did want to ask this question as purely as both a Suns fan and also as an interested Bucks watcher. Obviously, with you've you've got the story, as you mentioned, with Chris Paul, first finals appearance, 16 years, blah, 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 blah. But you've got Giannis on one side and you've got Booker and maybe even Aiton on the other. Mm-hmm. where does a potential finals win boost the legacy for both of these players obviously with Gianni he's had his MVPs and that sort of raises him up a little bit but especially Booker he's been probably uh, overlooked and, and really sort of undervalued or un, um, underappreciated as a top level player um, in the NBA especially when you look at you know your Curry's, your Durant's, your Kyrie's, your LeBron's what would this do to his stature in the game
2: um if we're talking booker like i think it puts him firmly in the top 25 to top 20 players in the nba like currently playing but as far as legacy like I don't know where you place him to begin with. Like he's he's proven that he's he's a bit of a heater when it comes I mean, to scoring. Legacy,
0: legacy is probably too strong a word, but I feel like that that stature is a is a good way to Status, describe it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah Do you, yeah, do you, you feel like he's in that upper echelon, that upper tier of, of NBA players? If he wins,
2: yeah, like I I think he's yeah top twenty ish players. Uh, like already I'd pretty probably probably put him in there. But if if they win the finals and most of it's on the back of him averaging say thirty. A game plus plus some other ancillary numbers from other stats as well. Uh, I think it just goes to strengthen that because yeah, he is a is a good young player. Uh, he hasn't got in, gotten the respect he deserves, especially if we want to talk All Star games. I know how much that gets you worked up, Tilby. <laughs> but um, Alex
0: Caruso, get out of here.
2: Yeah, but no, I think I think doing it on a big stage like Phoenix comparative to some of the other teams is a smaller market team so they don't often get the national coverage in the airtime and him doing it and mm-hmm. delivering on this stage every other game at the moment i think it's got a lot of eyes on him as a player and they're starting to realize that he's an absolute beast like similar to what we saw with donovan mitchell they're both sort of ascended they're both ascended sort of shooting guards in in this uh this these final series and i think yeah it's, it's just going to cement him as a, as a top 20 player like um top 10 i don't think so but if you can start to fill out more of his game and and learn to defend a little bit better he can start maybe creeping up a little bit higher but as far as one of the best offensive weapons in the game i don't think there's any debate to that and if he does it on the biggest stage in the world and they win and maybe that gets him the finals mvp who knows i think that gets him into that cemented top 20 players Mm -hmm. that are currently active as far as a global status so what about you jp
1: yeah, I think he's certainly not in that top tier of um players and I think if push comes to shove most people would prefer like a Bradley Beal over Devin Booker up until this final series and we'll see yeah. if that changes. Um I think he's probably he's definitely pushed himself above like a CJ McCollum player who definitely. was another like borderline all-star this year. So, this fun, this playoff run, I should say, has been huge for his reputation already and to, to win a championship, if he is, you know, a finals MVP or just even a solid contributor who doesn't choke in the in the finals, I think that, yeah, it's massive. Like, if, if you can perform in the, on, in the finals, biggest stage that there is for the NBA or for, for basketball in general, like, it doesn't matter if, You are a role player who steps up like we've seen from like a Danny Green or even uh Iguodala like you can live off that for the rest of your career if if you know Tyler Hero like (laughs) uh he's a young guy but if if he had you know if he was a free agent after last year you know he (laughs) he would have done very well I think as um someone that performs on that stage so yeah I think it will um It'll have it'll demand more respect. People will have to take him a bit more seriously as not just a guy who fills up the the box score, um, as, as certainly as a winner, someone that um, rises to the occasion. And he's done that all playoffs, really. So I think he's already on his way to to that. And I think after what he's done, he's he gets that nod as far as the respect. And I'd be pretty surprised for him not to be an All Star. You know if it was him versus, say, a Westbrook or someone, not that they're in the same conference anymore, but, you know, someone who, like, it's a push to see which of them gets the go-ahead. Because he's had this run now, I think it's it's going to work well for him. On the other side of things, I think Chris Middleton's in a very similar position where they both, like, Chris Middleton has made a couple of All-Star games, but I th- don't think anyone would say he's a better asset than Devin Book has been, even though he probably is the more complete player being so good on the defensive end as well. But if he's on on in the same regard able to win a final series without Giannis or with a very hurt Giannis who's not completely there and having to lean on Middleton a lot, I think that we will have to definitely reevaluate his place in the league as far as, you know, who is he and, and what is he capable of? Could he have his own team? could he lead his own franchise? I think those questions will start to come up and, and be a bit more interesting for, for Chris Middleton.
0: It's certainly full of uh, storylines, which I think is is fantastic. And even, yeah, like the, the younger guys, Aiton, Mikhail Bridges as well. Um, those younger guys coming through and, and really being exposed to the heat of the moment, that, that playoff atmosphere very, very
1: early in their careers. It can only be
0: beneficial for them yeah so.
1: it, it does remind me a bit of Kyrie back when the Cavs won their ring 2016 was it yeah yeah like on on paper Kyrie pretty much hasn't done anything since that championship <laughs> like honestly he's he went to Boston he, he like forced his way out of the Cavs went to Boston kind of failed there went to the Nets First season didn't really work out. Second season, he was injured so much. He was fantastic and he was yeah, he was, yeah. like MVP <clears throat> conversation if he was healthy kind of level of play but just fizzled out and got hurt and hasn't lived up to, I guess, the hype of uh, who he was when he was at the Cavs but because he hit that big shot in the finals and because he was such a instrumental part of that championship with the Cavaliers, He's just living kind of off the glow of that ring and I think Booker would would feel a similar thing where kind of whatever happens next if he's got that championship and he's been a big part of it he's just gonna have respect for for a long time
0: yeah, and they'll probably build the statue outside the, uh, the talking <laughs> stick resort arena or, or whatever it's called now but, stick <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb name um, look, let's uh let's let's get into it the the predictions for the actual series proper. Look, I had written down Bucks in six. <laughs>
1: He's got no faith. You are a hater. <laughs> come on, man. This is your team. Yeah. If you I don't believe in them now, if you don't pick them now, come on. Ah, uh, Look. It, is this hedging? Isn't... Is this hedging like you'll be happy yeah, either way because you'll either yeah, win the championship or you'll win the best. <laughs> want
2: a podcast with a pair of hedges.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, at this
0: point in time, I genuinely believe it is a coin flip. I think there the the form that the Suns have been in all season long has been fantastic. But this, I think, even without Giannis, is their biggest test. I honestly believe that. I think we were lucky. Look, and honestly, people will say we were lucky to get past the the teams that we did, and mm-hmm. they had injured players and whatnot. But like this, for me, even without Giannis, I think is the the proof of a. Uh, a well-oiled team who knows what they're doing. You know, they've got players who can provide those moments and ancillary players like a, a Brook Lopez who can come up and produce in the big moments. So
1: so you think I, they'll fail? You think the Suns will
0: fail? There is part of me
1: that thinks they will go down swinging. This is... Um, you- <laughs> You've just been waiting for them to, like, step on the rake all season. and I've just been waiting
0: for the balloon to burst. I just don't know when it's going to happen, and I'm worried it's now. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you have little well, faith.
2: Well, let me jump in here. I am as far from a diehard Suns fan as you can imagine. I have no skin in this game, no horse in this race, but it is Suns time. It is written in the stars where the sun resides up in that sky, and... I think mean, regardless of if Giannis is back or if he misses this entire series, a la the phantom that is Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. um, I think they're winning. They're they're by far the healthiest team. They're by far the least uh, you know, tired team. They have had like a comparative to the Bucks, an easier run to this finals matchup. Their their strengths outweigh the Bucks' strengths, I think. They're They're backcourt boys. Uh, You know, Drew Holiday is great, but he is nearly 32. Uh, Yes, he is still pretty good defensively, but he wasn't what he was back in his 20s, back in his prime when he was at the Sixers and then at the Pellies. So I think Paul, even though he's the old vet, I think he and Booker are going to feast. And I think Aiton in the middle is going to make Brook Lopez look stupider than he already does with his big, dumb, giant head. (laughs) And... I think the Suns. I, I did have initially in, in five, but I'm going to say Suns in six, mm. and I feel confident about that. And sports bet and all the other global betting agencies feel very confident about yeah. that too. The Suns are at a dollar fifty, give or take, where the Bucks are tipping nearly three dollars at the. That's moment. That's
0: insane to me. I, <laughs> the Bucks are a better team than that, honestly. I think they're they're giving the Suns too much credit, but I feel like it's gonna be closer than that. They do have home what
1: happens. They do have home court advantage too, yeah. which is a factor, especially if it goes to seven. And with also, and the crowds too. Like
2: that Suns yeah. home crowd waiting like since ninety three to now, that crowd is gonna be absolutely bananas come this week. So it is gonna be it's gonna be special. Like Tilby, have you taken Wednesday off to watch this game? No, I'm at work. Oh my god. Call in sick man. <laughs>
1: Do whatever you it's need. It's only to. game one. Like, t- say if you call in sick for game six or seven or whatever. The, the defining yeah. game. That might be different. Yeah,
2: they're all <laughs> defining games in this story. You bunch of. I was hedges. I was on
1: an aeroplane to New Zealand when the Raptors won their championship, and I was devastated that I'm had to like check the scores when I landed to find out what happened.
2: I I took I took off or just played hooky from work and watched every one of those games yeah. and. If i wasn't able to play hooky i would have taken the time off because you, like it's been since 93 like you said you're what four months old in nappies you could be Sixty odd years old in nappies again by the time they're back in the finals. <laughs> oh, look, so you want to be... watch these moments live? You don't want to catch them on box scores and
0: oh, no, get updates I'll be, on I'll chat. I'll be watching it. I'll be watching it work on KO. So like, oh yeah, say, say
2: you got the runs and just hide in the toilets for two hours or something like. <laughs> but you want to you want to watch these moments when it happens. You don't want to hear about it in a tweet.
0: Mm. Oh no, I definitely
1: won't be uh, leaving that one to chance, but. Uh... Yeah, I would you go dark if you had to? Like in 2010, I went dark and tried to watch that game I co- I don't, six I or do seven it. like without knowing what the score was.
2: Yeah, I can't do that either. Like I, I need to know now when it happens. That's just yeah. how my personality is. I couldn't go. I'm working all day. I'm going to watch the game at 8 p.m. tonight. I'm like, no, nah, I'm even.
0: I'm, I'm too much of a person who will um, like absolutely flick on social media and be like, oh shit, I've just seen the score and, yeah. and just ruin it for myself. So. Suns but, in six,
1: okay. Okay. So we knew that was coming already. No surprise after the eight and MVP pick. I've kept it. I've kept it. You know, a lid on it. You don't know what I'm going to say here. We're building up to the big climax. Who am I going to pick? Suns and six is my pick.
2: Wow. So you're going against your initial bracket where you had the Bucks winning
1: it all, didn't you? Yeah, I in did. But the, in the bracket, I did. I'd love to, for that to happen. Maybe I'm hedging. <laughs> you are, you are, against you are myself. just one big hedge. No, like this is this is my rationale now. So I think if Giannis was one hundred percent, this still could have gone to seven games. And I would have picked the Bucks. I probably would have picked the Bucks in six to be honest. Um so not knowing his status, even if he does play, I think he will be not a shell of himself, but not full shack mode. Giannis. So I think that's going to be difficult. It can almost be harder when you've got someone in there who's not themselves because it's like the team has the like the thought process that, you know, the way we play, we go through Giannis and then he's just not able to do that. So they have to adjust on the fly to where he's at from game to game. And they won't
2: though cuz buds an idiot.
1: They'll just keep running <laughs> the same sets and like
2: run poor Giannis into the ground and that's why I'm
1: like yeah. So it's Sun's time baby. So I'm thinking yeah, the Suns have the best Coach in the series, and they have the best player in Chris Paul. So I just feel like it's time, and I think uh, he's a guy that will very much know, like Chris Paul knows, this is his chance. Like this, it, it's not going to come back. Like this is that's the entire team's chance. I don't. Think I, <laughs> I think I think Devin Booker has a long career ahead of him, and who knows who, who he'll be playing for in, in five, ten years. He he might have more chances with the Suns or with other teams, but this is it for Chris Paul, and he knows like if he he is unsuccessful, he joins Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, Steve Nash, Steve Nash, the greats that never quite did it, and if he wins it, he joins Dirk Nowitzki, he joins you know uh, the the teams like, um... Carl Lowry. <laughs> Mo- Moses Malone. Like, the guys that did get a ring and somehow... Like, Hakeem. Like, the guys that did manage to squeak one in there and it, it just elevates their overall, like, ranking for their greatest of all time. uh You know, the pyramid, whatever... However you look at it, like, it just bumps you up a level to have the ring and to have proven yourself on the biggest stage because th- those things just they do matter. And it you know it's it's hard because it's a team game and people are ranked as individuals. But if you can be that cog on your team that that drives the success, the way that Chris Paul has all season, even though I'd say Devin Booker has been more important in the playoffs so far, I think now is Chris Paul's time and he he knows more than anyone how important this is. So I, I just don't can't I can't see him choking it or not rising or not giving it like literally everything he has left. I I'm, I'm gonna. Mm. <laughs> I love that you've
2: gone bucks in six, but the sign behind you says sons in five.
1: That was from the previous Yeah, he so. He's gonna change that to say bucks in um six. So you've got
2: bucks in six. six. <laughs> so Jono and I got sons in six. You
1: have to realize that if you, if the Suns win, you aren't allowed to celebrate, and <laughs> we can we can celebrate because we believed in the team. And you you're I like some so... kind of like traitor in the corner.
2: He, he's wearing a goddamn Golden State Warriors <laughs> apparel tonight of all of all teams. Well, hang on, I'll go and get my my. <laughs> we've got a gun for hire, and we've got a hedger on this right. on this podcast.
1: Gun for hire. I'm not hedging. I'm adjusting my pick with the new information that I have. But if I'm wrong, I'll say, hey, I picked the Bucks at the start of the playoffs. So.
2: <laughs> just, just just, planting that flag and, and live and die on that hill like I like to do. Hmm. Oh, there we go. He's got a son's hat on now, listeners. He's come back with his son's hat on, but he's still got the Golden State shirt on.
0: <laughs> it's but-
1: comfortable. I've been wearing the shirt for pajamas. F- I've not been Phoenix is out. a town as well. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Some people call it the town.
2: <laughs> There's a movie called The Town and that's set in Boston.
1: True. It's a great movie. Yeah,
2: but anyway, anyway, so we've got this series going six games. The the non-Suns fans are picking the Suns in 6 and the Suns fan is going he's the Bucks the in bucks. 6. He's doing the rever- Go figure listeners. Go he's
1: doing figure. the the reverse jinx is what he's doing. The reverse jinx. Well, yeah.
0: If 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 I am, I feel like if I ended up picking the Suns, they would almost automatically lose. Yeah. Reverse. Like, I just feel like that's going to happen.
2: You feel you've got that type of <laughs> mystical energy power out there that you can single handedly sway the outcome of this series.
0: Probably not. But you,
2: you've got some bad karma coming your way for making fun of those memes you were sharing in the in the chat the other day. But anyway, anyway, it's going to be a great series, and we're going to have. A team that hasn't been in the finals for over forty years, and we've got a team that hasn't been in the finals since nineteen ninety three. We have so two, pretty exciting. We
1: have two rosters of players where not a single person has won a championship, either. Ah uh, no, Jay Crowder. A, yeah, Crowder did last year. He won a championship last year with the Lakers.
2: Was he on the Lakers? He was last on the Heat year? last He's won it in the year. last
1: couple of years. No, he was on the Heat last year, wasn't he?
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe you're right. Yeah. So no, no one in this series has won a championship.
0: Uh yeah, he's he's the lone player to have reached the finals. Yes. Okay. So that's that's it. <laughs> I should have hedged. He God was damn it. he was guarding can a page out of your books he and was, hedged and
1: oh maybe. He was guarding LeBron last year. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes, that's true. But
0: uh, yeah, look whatever happens and and knock on wood, it's it's uh, a team in purple winning this one, but um, it, it it has been just the most unpredictable NBA playoffs I think I can really think of. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this very special NBA Finals edition of Hoop Dreams. We hope you enjoy the series ahead. If you've got any comments, queries, questions, concerns, or complaints, mostly to direct in my direction, <laughs> uh, you can always do so with the hashtag Hoop Dreams. You can always follow what we're doing at
1: 8bit at we are 8bit do you check that Hoop Dreams hashtag Tilby occasionally because every time I look at it it's like a million other things that have nothing to do with us it's just exactly (laughs) how do you know that it doesn't have
2: anything to do with us maybe because it's (laughs)
1: like some college like female college team in like Kansas and maybe they their listen high school to our podcast
2: and have uh, incorporated, incorporated <laughs> that into their slogans. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we
0: can use our uh, our Kofi our, our donations to... Uh, to you
1: are a hater. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to say I'm trying to make a really good business decision here. Maybe we use our Kofi donations to sponsor that team.
1: Yeah, great idea. Because you know
2: those athletes aren't getting paid a cent. Oh, well, they are now. Of that flawed college now. systems. That's the news, yeah. isn't it?
0: That they they're uh, able. They to can take money. now. Yeah. They can make they can make money off their like uh, likenesses now. But uh, hmm. yeah, ko-fi.com forward slash we are eight bit uh, for as little as five dollars a. Month, uh, it's lower than that now, right, Brendan? We've got as new, little system. as
2: a dollar a month. We've, we've Ooh, in- incorporated bucket. some tiered subscription levels now. So, for as little as one Australian dollar, you can get exclusive access to content, podcasts, giveaways, swag, and all that other good stuff. And it scales higher from there, depending on what kind of uh, level you'd like to get in and support us. And with that comes additional subsequent unlocks so I uh, check that out over at Kofi. fi and uh, if you can support us that way awesome if not just rate review subscribers on them podcast channels preferably Apple podcasts if you can just to keep us tracking trending and relevant because uh, it seems some dirty college team is selling our hashtag so we need to try and get <laughs> relevancy in other ways so maybe the Apple charts
1: will do that for us I used to seems use like the, the to I used to it. use the hoop dreams hashtag like eight years ago when I was the social media Manager for the, the local newspaper. anytime we had like a, a basketball sports story, I'd I'd throw on hoop dreams at the end of the tweet.
2: You foresaw this podcast I years did. ago. See, yeah, you're wow. the oracle. The warnable guy posting the Suns <laughs> Bucks results in 2016.
1: It was like the warnable mermaids are getting ready for their first playoffs in three years. Hashtag hoop dreams.
2: I'm hoping every time they they drained a three, there was a splash noise Is because that...
1: yeah.
2: If not, it's mismarketing right there. But anyway.
0: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Brendan, where can people follow you?
2: Follow me on them socials at Brendan8Bit. And uh, yeah, 8bit.net if you want to check that hub for all the uh, other latest and greatest podcast episodes that are dropping. There is individual uh, episodes available for consumption over at 8bit.net. So check it out there and you can get the hub for all things 8bit.
1: Excellent stuff. And Jono? Uh, You can catch me at Jono himself
0: excellent stuff and you can always follow me on a Twitter head, later. <laughs> oh,
2: Brendan.
0: where can we follow you sir Tilby <laughs> I don't know where can they follow me
2: at it's Tilby but I'm done with this
0: just had to had he's, to get it in there, just got to
2: get the Brothers Osborne in there you know it's not an episode without a Brothers Osborne shout out so yeah
0: Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your NBA final series. Uh, from myself, Matt Tilby, Brendan White, and John Opec.
1: Keep dreaming. Go Suns. Yeah. <laughs> Suns in six, baby. Keep the dream alive, Tilby. You've you got a dream. Where's the dream?
0: I've just been burned too many times, you know?